0: Oh, bright light. Can I stand over this side? You're not going to video me or anything, Nori. Good.
1: <laughs>
0: Hiya. My name is Julie, or Jules, as most people call me. Um, best name in the world, isn't it? Totally. Love it. <laughs> I work in uh, an old boys school in Belfast as a learning support assistant. So I'm well used to school. So normally I don't use these things, I just have to shout. And that usually works quite well. Do you all look half asleep this morning? Did anybody get more than three hours sleep last night? That's so... What kind of a youth weekend are you running? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Who got less than five hours sleep last night? This is not a proper youth weekend
1: at all. Thanks.
0: I'm totally going to have to stay here and wake you all up tonight. Seriously? Not a youth weekend, Andrew. What are you playing at? Okay, so... um. I am from a Methodist church in Belfast. I didn't get struck by lightning when I walked in the door, so I think I'm okay. okay. So apologies for that. Um, and when Andrew invited me, last minute, by the way, because somebody else cancelled, you know. I've known Andrew for a few years. Um, Andrew and I used to work together in Asheville Boys in Belfast um, for his sins. Dear love him. And uh, I've been stuck with him ever since. Kind of can't get rid of him. Can I say, it, guys? Uh, it's so lovely to see so many at a youth at a youth weekend. It's fabulous, um, and I'm so glad you guys are here and are open to whatever God has to say to us uh, and say to you guys this weekend. And um, because I, I know I'm here to speak to you, and I know other guys are here to speak to you, are going to speak to you as well. But God has just as much to say to me as He does to you guys. So uh, we're all in this together. <laughs> you'll find out what that means later. Um, so please engage this morning. And I was standing there listening to the worship and. God gives us some most amazing songs and some amazing music. Uh, And great guitarists play them.
1: Curtis.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Guys, don't be afraid, okay? I kind of looked around the room, and when I'm looking around the room, some of you feel a wee bit. It's like you're scared to open your mouth because somebody might hear you. Okay? You're not singing for anybody else. You're not worshipping for anybody else. You're worshipping for God. So... I'd like Andrew to tell me whenever I leave this afternoon that tonight you just let go and you just give it rice. If you can sing, brilliant. If you can't, brilliant. Who cares? We make a joyful noise. That's all God wants to hear. So guys, open yourselves up this weekend and let God in. Okay? End of my lecture. I'm going to sit down now. No, you're joking. Okay. So this morning, uh, I'm going to have a chat with you about this is your flying lesson. Can we go on to the first slide, Andrew? Have you got your Bibles? Such a well organized, this is not a proper youth weekend. Okay, can you all open your Bibles at Deuteronomy chapter 31? The contents page is at the start of the Bible, if you need help with it. Would anybody like, I know it's up on the screen. But would anybody like to read it out of their Bible to me? Is anybody gonna be brave enough to read it for me? Come on. How's it gonna be like school where I'm gonna have to go?
2: Yeah. Would
0: anybody like to be brave to read it for me? Really?
2: Yeah, well I messed up the PowerPoint so I'll read it. Go on, Julie. <laughs> okay, I'll mess this up too.
0: Do we sorry? Go ahead.
2: Sorry for three. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh the Lord himself goes before you
2: will never leave you nor forsake you do not be afraid do not be discouraged
0: thank you i love this verse when andrew sent this to me and said this is kind of one of the verses that we're we're talking about i really felt god speaking to me um can anybody tell me what the purpose of a bird is what is the purpose of a bird why was a bird created it's not a trick question why did God make birds? Pardon? To fly. That was a hard answer, wasn't it? The purpose of a bird is to fly. God created a bird to fly, but we weren't created to fly. What were we created for? We're gonna have a wee think about that. Um, as I'm talking to you guys, we're gonna have a little think about why we were created. Can we go on to the next slide, Andrew? I wanna play you a song. Um, And I want you to have a think about the words. Hopefully it'll work. 2905. Um, Hopefully it'll work. And I want you to really listen to the words, guys, and focus on the words, because they're really prominent with what um, I'm gonna be talking to you about in a wee second. Just want you to shut your eyes. And listen. Don't look at anybody around the room. Just close your eyes and listen to the words. If yeah. God gave us a purpose. To become like him. You were created to be loved. You were created to be loved. Just like a bird was created to fly, you and me were created to be loved. If we live a life that's unloved, it's like clipping a bird's wings. It's like saying, I'm not worthy. I'm not important enough. Pain. If we leave it unsolved, then we'll forget what we're created for. God created us to be like him, to live a life devoted to him. God also gave us a purpose to grow. What happens if a plant isn't watered? Now, I'm not a very good gardener. I haven't got the greenest of thumbs. But my sister, um, who lives down in Kildare, comes up to visit us. Um, She usually does the garden for me, because I'm rubbish, and plants all the plants, and says, now, these have to be watered every other day. I promise you I will, Claire. I promise you I will. No. Doesn't always happen. She knows, because next time she comes up, says, that's dead, that's dead, that's dead, that's dead, that's dead, (laughs) and she has to replant them all again. So the purpose of a flower is to grow. If you don't feed it, it doesn't grow. Our purpose in life is to grow, to read our Bibles, to listen to what God has to say to us. And guys, God puts us in certain situations deliberately. On purpose, I love that word, purpose. Everything has a purpose. I know it may not seem like it whenever you're going through rough times and whenever things are crap and whenever the exams are coming and whenever you're panicking about GCSEs, A-levels, university, what I'm going to do when I leave school, leaving primary school to go into first year, it's scary. When you're having bother with your mates in school, you think they're your friends one minute and two seconds later they're not talking to you. That usually happens to girls. Boys are so much easier to work with. Honestly, you've no idea. I love it. They have a fight, done. Best friends the next day. Girls, wow. They don't talk for months. I w- used to work in a, a mixed school. Um, and when the girls had an argument, I think once a girl, t- two girls in my class had an argument over makeup. They didn't speak for six months. They walked into the classroom. They sat opposite ends of the. It was the best entertainment ever. We actually had a bet going with the staff to see how long we'd go going for. But anyway, eventually they made up and now they're best friends. Um, but God puts us in certain situations like that, guys, for a reason. For a purpose. To grow. To help us to grow. It may not seem like get at that time. You may be going through something right now in your heart that you're struggling with. You guys are all still young. You're still learning. You're still growing. I still class myself as young. Kind of. Shh. Not a word, Mr. Norrie. You're catching up. But God understands that we're going through situations that we're not sure about, that we're unclear about, that we're struggling with. But he goes, do you know what? I don't give you anything more than I know you can handle. And at the end of the day, when you come out of this situation, you will have grown. You'll have grown as a person. You'll have grown as a Christian in your faith. And that's all God wants to see. I wonder what it would be like if we could see things just for a second through God's eyes. If we could see the world through God's eyes. If he gave us 10 seconds of his vision. I wonder what it would look like. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine seeing all of us the way God sees all of us? He loves us so much and wants the best for us that's it simple as he doesn't expect too much of you he doesn't expect you to be somebody you're not so when you're going through those difficult situations all god expects you to do is to cry out to him i'm here father god i need your help i need you to help me i can't do this by myself and once god steps in Isn't it amazing? Wonderful things happen. You may not see it right now. You may not see it till 20 years down the line, when all of a sudden you'll go, do you know what, when that happened to me, look at the person I am today because of that. I've grown. The third purpose is to try. (sighs) Hands up who loves exams. Shocker. Even Curtis didn't put his hand up there. (laughs) (laughs) Things are tough, things are hard, as I said I work in a school, and you see it, I'm lucky enough that I'm not a teacher, (laughs) I'm actually a learning support assistant, so I get to work with the same boys all day every day in the different classes, now that sounds pretty boring but actually it's good fun and I love it, I don't want to be a teacher, because I get to do that, I get to build relationships with the pupils in school that teachers don't, no offense if anybody is a teacher or anybody's parents or teachers, teaching is a great job. But I don't want to be a teacher because I love my job. But the one thing that gets on my goat is when boys are set down to test paper. They open it up, they look at it, and they go, can't do it. Now, I haven't even read the first question. But because it's math or geography, can't do it. That's it. I'm not even going to try. What do you think that says about, about that person? What do, you think that says? what do you think God's thinking to himself? Again, imagine you could see that situation through God's eyes. What would he say? What do you think? I want you to have a think about that over the weekend. If you're in a situation where you don't try, then how are things going to get any better? I watched a film a wee while ago about a guy who was going through a real rough situation. Um, he lost his daughter. And he went through all the emotions and all the the guilt, the hurt, the the fear. The And he, he literally pushed his family away. He didn't even try. And his wife came to him and said to him, you know, don't forget that we still love each other. And God comes and says that to you. Don't forget that we still love each other. Once God has your heart, he doesn't let it go. So if you don't try, what he does is he comes along and he picks up the pieces and he'll carry you until such times as you can try and you can get on with it and you can't do it. But we can't try by ourselves. Can't do it on our own. And in order to soar with God, to fly with God, we have to try. We have to try to be a better person. We have to try to stand up for that person when we see them being hurt in school. We have to try to be open about our faith to others whenever it's needed and it's necessary. This is your main purpose, to fly. Not literally. And a disclaimer right now, if anybody jumps off the roof of the building, it's not my fault, it's Andrew's, okay? Please, nobody climbing up the stairs to jump off the building. You cannot fly unless you're in an airplane, okay? This is your purpose, guys, metaphorically speaking, to fly, to soar with God. There's um, another song that I love and it's, Lord, I come to you. Let my heart be changed, renewed. And the chorus is, And as I wait, I rise upon the eagle. And I will soar with you. Your spirit leads me on. Isn't that amazing? Our purpose is to fly with God. Guys, this is your flying lesson. This weekend, this life, now, this is your flying lesson. You're learning who you are as young people. We are learning who we are as young people. And God's still teaching us everything day by day. I don't know everything now. Some people say, I think I do, but I don't. What was that raised eyebrow for, Mr. Nori? I don't know everything. I love it because if anybody comes to me and asks me a question, I'll go, don't know the answer right now, but I'll Google it later. Um, no, but I'll, fi- I'll find out for you. If we ask the questions, God answers the questions. Maybe not right when we want them to. But he will answer the questions for us, guys. This life is as a lesson, is your flying lesson. It's your time to soar with God. As I said at the start, what was the purpose of a bird? A bird is created to fly, to soar. And there's nothing more amazing than flying in a plane. Who's scared of heights or flying in a plane? Anybody? Nobody? Happy days. I love flying. I I convinced I should have been a pilot, but I wasn't clever enough in school, so I didn't become a pilot. There's too much equipment there, and I'd probably end up crashing the plane. (laughs) But I love flying. I always get a window seat. Whoever I fly with, I'm like, no, no, no. Mine. Thank you. I love the window seat. Because you get to look out. Now, you can't see much when you're right up there. But whenever you're coming into land, or whenever you're taking off, if you look out the window and you see what is down there. It is just phenomenal. Again, imagine what God says, and he looks down on us. Guys, if you open your hearts, and if you let God in, you will soar. And when times are rough, that's when we tend to shut down. That's when we tend to go, do you know what? If you're anything like me, you're kind of like, I can do this by myself. I'm amazing. Don't need you, God. Sorry, sorted, done. And girl goes, really, Jules? But did you sort that one out? And what about that wee situation over there? Is that sorted out? And eventually it builds up and builds up and builds up until we just go, I can't do this by myself. Can we go on the next slide, Andre? We all know this. We should all know this. Famous Psalm, Psalm 23. Guys, turn your rivals to Psalm 23 for me. I know... I haven't got it up on the screen. <laughs> Psalm 23. And I'm going to read it for you. It's a very noisy microphone. Have we all got it? By the way, just on the sideline, see this book? It's one of the most amazing books in the world. And the more rugged this is, my I have one of our teachers in the school has a Bible and he is an our teacher and his Bible has fallen apart. But he won't buy a new Bible. Because he says no. He says this is my storybook. This is where I get all my information from. This is my dictionary. This is my storybook. This is my help. And if I got rid of this one, it's been through with it's been with me through so many times that I don't know what I would do. Can I see your Bible? It's the best tool you can have to learn about God, to soar, to fly with him. And the best love Bibles, God doesn't mind if you underline things, so don't be panicking. God doesn't mind if you highlight things. My sister, my little sister, bought me these amazing highlighter Bible highlighter pens that don't go through the page. Oh, best thing ever. Because um, I'm studying it. I'm actually studying to become a local preacher. Um, and I have loads and loads of reading to do with this course, and a lot of it is obviously Bible readings, so it's <laughs> great because there's like different colours for different things, and if you're anything like me, you love different colours for different things, because when I was in school, I used to write out things in different colours. Does anybody else do that? Like you, a red, yeah? Julie, loving it. Like a red pen. Yeah, definitely. A red pen for this subject, and a green pen for this, and then and then a, a purple pen for that, and then you've got pretty pens that nobody else is allowed to use, and they stay in your pencil case forever, and nobody ever used them yeah yeah and if you're anything like me when in the school day i usually end up with going home with more pens than i do when i start off my school day it's great i don't have to buy new pens but anyway this is one of your best tools scribble on it underline it anything god says to you about a verse in it guys write it down beside it because if you write things down in a bit of paper you lose the bit of paper it always stays in your bible so if there's anything this weekend that god speaks to you about through this note it down we don't always keep the wee notebooks that we write our notes in but we do always keep our Bibles. Psalm 23 1 to 6. Lord is my shepherd I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters and he restores my soul. He leads me in the right paths for his name's sake and even though I walk the darkest valley I fear no evil for you one of the most famous psalms in the Bible. Um, Lots of famous verses in the Bible, but this is actually one of my favorites. I love music, love singing, and I've been very blessed in that God has given me a a voice. And I I use it to the best of my ability because I love singing and love praising God. And um, a few, about four years ago, I lost my dad. Um, He'd been ill for a while. And we lost him. And the, the song, I don't know if you, um, if anybody knows it, and I will trust in it in him alone, Lord's My Shepherd, the song, yes. We played it at his funeral. And when we were singing the chorus of it, it is, I got such a sense of peace from God. Such a sense that everything's going to be okay, Julie. And for the first time ever, my mum raised her hands in worship at my dad's funeral. And I was like, wow. I felt like I was flying with God. On a day that was full of so sadness, so, so much sadness and concern and hurt and worry, God was right there in the center of it and we flew that day and it was fantastic. And the the verse that really speaks to me, and spoke to me that day um, is verse, verse four. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me, and your rod and your staff comfort me. Guys, no matter what we are going through, no matter what has happened in life, no matter what we are doing in life, God is right there with you every step of the way. And He will soar like you with you. Anybody know the poem footsteps? Or footprints, sorry. Can we go on the next slide, Andrew? Footprints? No. Footprints is a poem that was written by a guy who uh, about a guy who was walking along a beach one day with God. And as they were dandering along, there was two sets of footprints. But after a while, there was only one. And the guy stopped and said, God, where were you? You know, when I was going through all those troubled times, where were you? There was only one set of footprints. You know, you left me? What's that about? And God turned to him and said to him, No. When you were going through those troubled times, that's when I was carrying you. That's when I was holding you up. That's why there's only one set of footprints, because they are my footprints. I was holding you up and carrying you at those bad times. And guys, whenever we're having whenever we're challenged challenged to do something or to say something or to be somebody that we may be not comfortable with, that's when God sweeps in and lifts us up and says, I got your back. I've got you. And I'm not gonna let you go. Never gonna let you go. I want you to do me a favour. Oh, oh, oh! Setting you, I'm setting down somewhere. I have paper here, and I know you guys have pens in your packs because knowing Andrew, he is uber organised, and you probably have everything you need in those packs. Oh, this is so not a proper year weekend. Um I'm only joking. I want you to come up, and I want you to lift a bit of paper, okay? I'm gonna play. I'm just going to play another song for me. Um, And you're probably familiar to a lot of you. And while that song's being played, I want you to write down on this bit of paper a sentence, a word, something that is holding you back from flying with God right now. Something or a situation that is keeping your feet planted firmly on the ground that's stopping you from soaring with God. Okay? I want you to write it on the paper just to keep it in your knee and then I'll tell you what I want you to do with it afterwards. Is that okay? Say yes, miss. Yes, yes. There we go. Okay, I'm gonna set the paper over here and I want you to just come up and grab it and lift it, okay? Once you get your peers, just sit nice and quietly, and think about what that situation is, and write it down for me. to the right things down on your page so I want you to look at it I want you to read it I want you to reflect on it okay and I want you to pray about it okay and then what I want you to do guys is I want you to do something now, I don't want you to throw it at because then they would share that way I want you to crinkle it up rip it up tear it in a million pieces and I want you to come up and dump it in the bin just in your own time Okay, but I want you to think about it, I want you to play about it first, and then I want you to come
1: up and hand it and just chuck it in the middle.
0: Up and thrown away. We hand them to you now. They're done, finished with, gone, dealt with. Because we know you're the most amazing, powerful God who can do that. Father God, we pray that in handing these things over we would rise and we would soar like eagles. Amen. So the very beginning, just to finish off, the very beginning I played a song, uh, and in the very first line it says, I am no victim. I have a vision. I'm covered in his precious love, covered in his precious blood. And in the in the bridge of that song, it says, I am who you say I am and you are who you say you are. I'm defined by all your promises, kept by every word he says. I am no victim. I live with a vision. Guys, You have a vision, God gives you a picture, God gives you an idea. Run with it, soar with it, fly with it. Don't suppress it, don't hide it, just because you're afraid to. You are who he says you are. We are who he says we are. And he is who he says he is. There's no gimmicks. There's no buy one get one free. God is just God. That's just who he says he is. This, right here and now, this life that you have right now is your flying lesson. And my prayer is, guys, that you will soar with God, that you will just let him in. And this weekend, um, you guys have amazing leaders here. Um, If at any stage today you you need to speak to them, you need to chat with them about anything, there's anything that's bothering you, there's anything that you want, that this morning or this afternoon or this evening, or even last night has been weighing on your heart, come and speak to them. Come and spend time with them. I'm gonna be going after seminars, but I'm around all morning, so if you need to come and chat with me, I'm not that scary. I only have children for breakfast once a week. So I'm okay. Seriously though, guys, You've just, you've just done a major thing. I know it's, it sounds like a silly thing just firing a bit of paper into your bin, but actually what you've done is, you, normally I would get the kids to set them on fire and burn them, but we're inside, so that's not going to happen. But what you've done is you've thrown it away, you've given it to God, you've handed it over to him, and that is the first step. You've just lifted one foot off the ground. And my prayer is by the end of this weekend, not that you'll hover out the building because that would just be weird but by the end of this weekend you'll be soaring with God you'll have him in your pocket you'll have him in your backpack you'll have him in your school bag every day going to school you'll have him in your heart every second of every moment and if there's anybody here for any reason who hasn't made that step yet which there may be someone I'm not judging anybody I pray that God will come this weekend and will touch your life and will really give you a curiosity about who he really is and want to make you want to find out a little bit more about him. Guys, this is your flying lesson. I love this. Faith does not grow in a house of certainty. We don't know what the future holds. We don't know what's gonna happen in our lives, but he does. As I said earlier, imagine if you could see the world through God's eyes. What would it look like? I'm going to get Andrew to play the first song. Again, just kind of part of it, not all of it, because I know I'm short on time and he's probably going to tell me to shut up in a minute. Um, but while we're doing that, I know you all probably have <laughs> in, your, in your packs, you'll have notebooks and pens. So I want you to listen to this song, guys, and I want you to think about that question. What do you think the world would look like through God? if God gave you his sight? For 10 seconds to see the world through his eyes what would you see and I want you to think about that and I want you to write down a couple of things just for you not to share with anybody just for you what do you think you would see if you could see through God's eyes <laughs> the lord who goes before you he will be with you he will not fail you or forsake you do not fear or be dismayed guys let's pray father god i know you're here right now i know you're standing beside us and i know you want us to hear what you have to say father i pray that you what you've wanted to say to these guys is is has been said through me, and I pray, God, that it's been a clear message, a clear thought for their hearts and for their minds. Father, this life is but a flying lesson, because eventually we will soar with you, and we will be with you forever. God, you are there for us, carrying us, guiding us, being right beside us when we need you the most, and I pray that we will hold your hand. We will not be afraid to reach out and take it, We will not be afraid to stand up for who we are we will not be afraid to ask you for help in situations that we don't have any control over father my prayer now for every head bowed here in this room is that you will come in a force greater than you have ever before that you will open their eyes to who you are this weekend that you will open their hearts their minds that they will Know you, going home, know you like we have never known you before. Father, help us not to be scared. Help us not to be afraid. Help us to realize that we are not victims. That you've given us a vision and that we will take it and fly. Father, just bless everyone here now as they learn a bit more about you throughout the weekend. And Father, just keep everyone safe. Thank you, God, for being who you are. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for giving us your peace, your grace, every day without question. And thank you for carrying us whenever we need it. Amen.